And so uh, one of the seven o'clockers there, CJ. Uh, yep. Uh, on ESPN, uh, the Bulldogs of Mississippi State uh, traveling to Tuscaloosa to take on the second-ranked uh, Tide of Alabama. Who? This one's got ugly written all over it. Um, Mac Jones, Najee Harris, and the boys. No Jalen Waddle anymore due to that injury, unfortunately, uh, that he suffered last weekend. And by the way, everybody getting on Nick Saban for his comment about man, he shouldn't have taken it out of the end zone. Well, he's right, he shouldn't have taken it out. But he wasn't like he was totally criticizing him. He was just saying, you know, had he not taken it out, it wouldn't have gotten hurt. But he's an electric player. I'm not I'm going to live with the type of thing. Lay off a of nick a little bit, okay? Lay off him. Mean, it was in the heat of the moment. He he was a little disappointed that he lost one of his best players. Um, I'll say Bama's about a 30-point favorite, CJ, and that's going to be a name-the-score type of game for Bama against, against Mike Leach's uh, Bulldogs. Yeah, uh, Bama's a 31-point favorite with the total at 63-and-a-half. Um, I don't see, as bad as Bama's defense been, I don't see us getting to that total unless Bama literally puts up about 55 themselves. Well, yeah, I, I'm with you, which, I mean, I could very easily see that True. offense putting that up. True. Um, and, and I'm with you. I reporters have got to understand something. Nick Saban has always been a guy that in the heat of the moment is going to say something. Um, that's who he is. Like, Hey man, it's the Mon County boy in him, brother. You know? Right. And I mean, I, and I've always, I've never been a real big fan of that. Like, Hey, we're going to stick a microphone in a coach's face right. Like now. Yeah. The and, second and, that he gets off the field. So, I mean, you know, and you hate that for a guy like Jalen Waddle. Um, you know, and yeah, should he have brought it out? No, probably not. But when you got a guy with that kind of speed and that kind of electric stuff, you're going to kind of give him free reign to make that decision, and you're going to live with whatever happens. CJ, he just wanted to get, he just wanted to smoke that Tennessee defense on the opening kickoff, like he was going to smoke that cigar after they beat him after the game. I get it from Waddle's perspective. He just wanted to go make a play. Yeah, um, yeah, and it's tough when you have an electric return guy like that. Um, to really kind of tell them, hey, don't do this. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's kind of like, you know, the Mountaineers know that with Tavon. Like, there were sometimes Tavon fielded a punt or, or took a punt, kickoff out of the end zone. And you're like, what are you doing? And the next thing you know, he's in the end zone. And it's like, oh, okay, good decision. It's like, it's like the shot in basketball. Oh, no, no, no. Yes, yes. Take it anytime you want. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. no, I, I can understand that. But I'm with you. This is going to be Alabama name, name your score. Um, Mac Jones will probably be done probably by the second drive in the third quarter. Do you take the 31? I think I do. Oh, God, yes. Yeah, I agree with you on that, CJ. Um, the next 7 o'clocker is one I'm really big on San Jose State, especially at home, the way they played defense last week. I think I really like the, the, the total, and that's 58 and the hook. I like the under. New Mexico hasn't played a game yet. San Jose State, you know, that Nick Starkle kid looked real good. At quarterback against Air Force and beating Air Force is a good win for that San Jose start San Jose State Spartan program. They're a different team than what they've been. I like them to beat New Mexico and I like that under in that football game, an FS one seven o'clock kick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. Um they're a thirteen and a half point favorite. Um I tend to like that too. Um simply just because New Mexico hasn't played yet. Um and and San Jose San Jose State did look really good against the Air Force. Um, 
and I, I, I like the Spartans to come out here and, and play well um, and, and get a big win and get to 2-0 and in their season. I do too. I do too, CJ. Um, the next in the final 7 o'clock game of the night, I'm calling an upset right now, my friend. Nothing's finer than a 49er, and the Charlotte 49ers will go into Durham to Wallace Wade Stadium and beat the Dukies. I think that that money line, if you're a, if you're looking at that, Charlotte like plus three seventy five, or maybe even more than that. And I'm telling you this right now, you gotta look in to taking Charlotte with the old Chris Reynolds at quarterback there against Duke on Saturday night. Yeah, um, I, I actually kind of agree with you. Um, I, I like Charlotte in this one too. Uh, Duke's a nine and a half point favorite. I think that just has to do with the fact that they're an ACC team. Yep. Yep. Um, but they've looked absolutely horrendous. Um, Bryce has not played well at quarterback for them at all this year. Um, yeah, I, I I've got no faith in in Duke whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and, you know, really, when you get down to it, they're one and five. Their best game by far was probably their opening loss. You know, even in their win, I don't think they looked as good or had as many people kind of turn their heads as they did against Notre Dame. So, I think Charlotte is in a very good position here to win this game. But then I think if Charlotte wins this one, don't be surprised if they slip up um, maybe even next week against Middle. Or I'm really hoping Charlotte loses a game before they come to Huntington uh, for Marshall Senior Day because I don't want that to have all the Conference USA eggs on the line. Because Chris Reynolds is just good enough, and Charlotte's just sneaky enough to where they could really give the herd problems that Saturday. Um, but this Saturday, I think they will upset Duke um, in in at Wallace Wade there. Um, so CJ, I know we got we got a, a plethora there of seven thirties and uh, eight and eight o'clockers till we get time, kind of to the late late games there. Uh, yeah, yeah, we've got. We've got kind of a handful of them here. Um, the first one, um, the big one on ABC at 7.30. Okay, so. A little 7.30 game day kickoff there, my friend, in Happy Valley, correct? Uh, correct, yeah. Uh, number three, Ohio State travels into Happy Valley to take on the 18th-ranked Nittany Lions of Penn State. A little shocking they're still 18th. Um, and, uh I think, CJ, though, we're looking at about a 13-point line here. Uh, but I tell you what, man, I am a huge fan of Ohio State winning this game, kind of pulling away in the fourth quarter late against Penn State. Um, right now it's or it's uh, Ohio State uh, minus 12. Total is <laughs> at 63-and-a-half. Um, I like Ohio State um, – in this game, I like them to cover that. They'll probably cover it late. Uh, Penn State may give them a game for about a half. Um, and then you're going to see Justin Fields and the rest of those horses there at Ohio State just absolutely pull away. I think I like an under two in this game. I think I like the Ohio State defense to show up and, and play pretty tough and competitively early on in this contest, don't you? Yeah, I, yeah, and I expect Penn State's defense to kind of want to show up and and kind of play better than they did last week. Um, and I think they will for for a little bit. Um, I just Ohio State just has way too many playmakers um, yeah. on offense to to be held down for for an entire game. Um, yeah, I mean Justin Fields was damn near perfect last week. 
Um, I don't necessarily see that completely changing for him. Yeah, I I expect them to – Ohio State to – like I said, this game could be competitive for about a half, and then Ohio State will pull away in the second half. I think I'm with you on that, CJ. And I also think um, when it comes to that game, man, it's a whiteout. It's Halloween night. It won't be the same because of the, the, the social distancing, which would have been a huge, huge advantage for Penn State. And I think that will uh, allow Ohio State to have a little bit easier time in this one than what you would have normally have thought a trip to Happy Valley would have looked like. Um, that's just the kind of a opinion I have on it there. I think Pledger will have a good day running the football. But Penn State, head-scratcher how you lost last week. Maybe they kind of circle the wagons there and, and, and perform and – put a real valiant effort up against um, Ohio State, but, man, that's a tough, tough ask, real tough ask. Yeah, ab- yeah, absolutely it is. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, I, I look at it, I, I kind of, I'm trying to just think of different ways to how Penn State wins this game. Based off what I saw against Indiana, if you kind of struggle to close out Indiana, I mean, you're going to struggle to close out Ohio State. Um, I mean, the, the total itself, though, the number – being at 12 is real interesting, but I think that only gives me more reason to want to take Ohio State, to be quite honest with you. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, yeah. yeah, and I'm kind of with you um, on, on the total taking the under as well. Um, yeah. yeah, I just – yeah, I just – I don't see Penn State having enough to to pull this out. I mean, in, in Indiana gave you everything you could handle and found a way to beat you, yeah. um, and Ohio State's a much, much better football team. Absolutely. I mean, I think they were looking ahead to this one potentially last weekend, and uh, it caught them, no doubt about it. Um, so we got a couple more 730s here, CJ? Uh, yeah, uh, the next one's uh, SEC Network. Um, Arkansas uh, travels to take on the eighth-ranked uh, Aggies of Texas A&M. Well, first things first, A&M at eighth-ranked is a joke. I've seen some people talking about floating them into a playoff conversation. Let's settle down here a little bit. Yeah, Kellen Mond's a good quarterback. Yeah, they're they're playing better. Yeah, they beat Florida, but they also beat got beat by thirty by Alabama. Um, I honestly know this line is a little little tighter than what I anticipated it being, um, which gives me reason to think it might lay the points with the Aggies. I saw it was at thirteen earlier in the week. Um, you got to give Sam Pittman a lot of credit for the job he's doing at Arkansas. Um, already having two wins this year, you know, yeah, he got lucky to, to get the seven turnovers or so miss. And then he had a great defensive plan to beat Mike Leach in kind of the, the hangover week from LSU. Um, I just don't see Texas A&M struggling too badly in that football game. I think they'll get Spiller rolling. Um, and I think Kellen Mono have a good day too. I don't see Arkansas winning this football game. Yeah, it, it's currently right now at 12-and-a-half for A&M uh, with a total at 54-and-a-half. Um, I like A&M in this one. Um, Kellen Mond's going to be the difference. 12-and-a-half, though, man. That's just that's a weird number, which gives you reason to kind of maybe pull back a second from A&M, and maybe you think Arkansas might keep it within that number type of thing. But I think I'm with you. I think you got to like A&M, right? Yeah, um, yeah. I just with what A and M has offensively. I mean, Kellen. You know, you said it. Mon's playing well. Isaiah Spiller's running the ball well. Uh, 
that Smith kid at wide receiver has been really good. Um, I just Arkansas shown like a ton of fight here, you know. But I just A and M to me just seems to have probably just a little little better athleticism, better roster. Um, and they've been recruiting better for a little bit longer, and yeah. the job Pittman's already doing there in year one's very admirable. But this could be a little bit more like the Georgia game when they played tight early and then kind of got blown out late. Could see the same type of thing here happening at Cowfield Saturday night. Yeah. Um, another SEC network, the alternate channel there, Mizzou coming off a big win, taking on number 10. Florida hasn't played since the whole pack the swamp comment by um, Dan Mullen. Um, I'll say this, CG. I saw this line. I think it was hovering at 13. I love the Gators in this one. I think Cal Trask is going to have a field day. I don't think Florida defensively will have much problem against Missouri's offense. And I expect the Cal connection, Trask the Pitts, to be um, kind of a open all night against Missouri. Um, granted, they played well against Kentucky, got a win. But that's really been the only game defensively they've been pretty stout. I really like the Gators to uh to 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 win this one big on Saturday night. Yeah, um, I, I do too. Um, and it is at thirteen uh, for Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm with you. I, I like Florida in this one. Um, you know they they haven't played since the the tenth uh, when A and M beat them. Uh, so they've had all that time to just marinate on that. Um, does not set up to be a good spot for Missouri at all. No, not at all. Not at all, CJ. Um, and Mizzou's got to go to the swamp. They won't get to pack it, but the fans that'll be there will be rowdy, and um, they'll be they'll be ready to cheer on those Gators and those Jorts all day on Saturday night. Um, the other seven thirty kick is the old Navy SMU man CJ. I tell you what, that one to me is very tricky. I kind of like Navy to give SMU a game maybe coming off that, that that Cincinnati loss and maybe SMU's not ready twice because you said it earlier, and the more I watch it, the more I don't like the Sunny Dykes coach football team. Um, and I think SMU will win Saturday night against Navy, but I could see Navy really giving them a ball game, though. Yeah, and this one's tough because Navy has been just – I mean, they're Jekyll Hyde, man. They I are. Mean, they, and they, they're... they really are. And they're putrid. I mean, they're just awful on the defensive side of things. Um, and they're not much better on offense, really. No, they're not. Um, yeah, this has been kind of a funky Navy Navy team. Um, but I could see Navy giving them a fight. Um, SMU, I, I think SMU wins just because I, I, one of those deals where you just you take the better quarterback in it. Um, which is yeah, and I, and I think Bentley. I think Bentley will have a much better game this week than he did against Cincinnati, and I think that's the difference, right? I mean, yeah, no, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Um, yeah, and I almost like him to cover the thirteen, but I also really think Navy could could maybe keep this a lot closer game there at Old Jared Ford uh, Stadium there Saturday evening. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Especially if they can really kind of get back and and find a, find some kind of continuity offensively running the ball. Um, they they've also got to figure out another weapon for Bichelle to throw to other than Reggie Robertson, and that seems to be a problem against Cincinnati. But yet Navy is not Cincinnati defensively, so I think SMU will get it back on track um, against the midshipmen. Yeah, this is this is um, this is a game where a guy like. Um, Rasheed Rice uh, is going to have to step up and fill that void and and become that go to guy. 
Oh, yeah. And if he does, you know, opportunity is there for this one to get maybe out of hand and really get SMU back on it. But I think they're the most overrated team in the nation at the old double deuce, CJ, to be honest with you. Um, but I think they will survive Saturday night. Um, what's our next contest there, my friend? Okay, 8 o'clock, um, ACC Network, uh, the fifth-ranked Tar Heels uh, travel to Charlottesville to take on Brock Mendenhall and UVA. Hmm. Hey, I'll say this about Virginia. They're an ugly-ass team, but yet they cost me big time last weekend against Miami. <laughs> I mean, oh, my goodness. Um, I, I see this line sitting at seven, CJ, and I just wonder, like, is it's a trap. You know what I mean? But it's a trap I'm willing to fall in for North Carolina. I'm back in love with them, buddy. Um, I love Sam Howell, love Carter, love Williams. I mean, you know, Dynamo Brown, as I like to call him, is a playmaker at wide out. I, I, I just see North Carolina offensively having their way in Charlottesville. Um, although Virginia played well defensively against Miami last week, I think North Carolina's got a more um, explosive offense. You know, in the way in the way they call that game, uh, I really, really like the Tar Heels uh, to go into Virginia and win by more than the touchdown. Yeah, I do too. I'm with you. It does kind of feel like a trap, but I'm with you. I'd be I'm I'm willing to jump in on that. Um I, I like Brock Mendenhall. Um he's still building that thing in UVA. There's there's still a ways to go there. Um yeah, I mean he had a good success last year, but no Perkins this year has been tough for him. And they're having some quarterback issues and some and some uh some injuries, which has really hampered that offense. They're fighting. Don't gotta give them a lot of credit for fighting, but they're not there yet. But they're pesky. But touchdown's not enough, man. Um, I think you got to roll with the Tar Heels going down there into Charlottesville and, and kind of uh, taking out UVA. Um, the other the other eight o'clock game, though, CJ, a little little. Are we going Big Twelve showdown here? Or are we going Fun Belt, man? Uh, because it it, involve, it involves like everything you love about you know <laughs> the Fun Belt, and it's kind of got connections everywhere, Big Twelve wise too, with the Texas State Texas Tech connections there. I mean, you can roll either way with it, buddy. Well, since you did that, we'll go ahead and go to that one on ESPNU. Um, Ooh, I love it, man. Yeah, okay. the, the okay. Raging Cajuns uh, traveling into San Marcos to take on Jake Spavadol's Texas State team. Hey, man, let's be honest about this real quick here. I know where you're going to go with this, and I know where I'm going to go with this. Um, I love Levi Lewis and the boys there from, uh, you know – down there in the in the raging Cajun land, um, Lafayette finally lost that a few years ago. I was like, I know, I know where that school is, but then it's like it used to always be in the name of the school, so you didn't even have to remember it. Um, it's all those NCAA, uh, you know, 2012 Road to Heisman mode there. We had to pick the major CJ. That's, that's how I built up those those uh, this this wealth of knowledge here. Love Billy Napier's team, man. That was a big win against UAB. They lost a, a tough fight to Coastal. They beat Georgia. They just are in dog. They're in a fight every week, right? They've been in a fight every week since since Iowa State, where they kind of blew them out their names um, to start the season. I think this week will be a bit of a laugher. I don't like the direction right now that Spavadol's got this this current team going in. I think he had them fighting early, the tough loss against BC. They've struggled now. They've lost four consecutive games on on the road. 
Um, the fact they played five straight road games is wild. Um, you know, they've played a lot of football games this year, Texas State, but they keep juggling quarterbacks around. I think I think Louisiana is going to have their way running the football in this game um, on, on Texas State, and I think Louisiana's defense is, is going to force some turnovers and make some plays against Texas State, which is pr- turnover-prone uh, for sure. Although McBride has been playing pretty well of late, which could give you some hope if you decide to take the Bobcats as an underdog. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I, I agree with what you said there. Um, it, it, it's been tough. I mean, the fact that they've been able to play seven games, they played five straight on the road. They finally get to come back home. Um, but uh, I, I don't envy what Spavs had to go through here, juggling quarterbacks um, with, you know, injuries and, Everything going on there, they're they're extru- like they have absolutely no depth, like none. Hey, it's year it's year zero asterisk for him too. There at a place like Texas State, not even Morgantown. So I mean, hey, I, I can understand why he's still struggling a little bit. You know, I just I don't like the direction where it's went since the BC loss, CJ. I thought they were really kind of doing well before that one, and then it's kind of continued to fall down a little bit. Although South Alabama wasn't a blowout. Um, it's just still a tough loss, though. I think I think Louisiana is the right side to have here, right? Yeah, I think they are. And I, the thing is, is I love it's not seventeen and a half. I love it's sixteen and a half. Yeah, I, I think that's a big reason you need to get that one early. I think. Yeah, I, I'm. Yeah, I'd agree with you on that. And and the thing is, is I know they've been, you know, the the BYU blowout. I think is kind of understandable. Um, Lose by ten there to to South Alabama. You lost by twenty to Detroit. Um, yeah, the the BC loss. You know, by only three, and that's kind of where it seems maybe the wheels kind of fell off for them. Um, and I'm not yeah. so sure it's that they've they've stopped fighting. Um, I think just the lack of depth. You're seven games in. Guys are nicked up. Guys are hurt. You've had to juggle yeah. things around. You're still learning everything. Like all that kind of factors in at some point. Um, I, and so I think that's what a lot of it has been, um, you know, that's, and that's the thing you see in some of these teams, um, like a Texas state where you don't have a ton of depth or any depth really at all. Um, the, the further right. you get into right. the season, the more it really shows itself because guys do get nicked up. Um, and it just, it, it and, you- and it's the, the wheels are kind of coming off. I think Spav still has this locker room. I think those guys still love him. Um, I still think they'll fight to death for him. It just, at some point you just, you don't have enough. Yeah. I mean, and you made a good point about that South Alabama game for them. You really did. Um, but I also just kind of keep, keep looking at that and saying, man, South Alabama ran the ball on you pretty well. And I, and Trotter is a, a, a poor man's Levi Lewis, I think. And I like Louisiana's ability to run the football better than I like South Alabama's and they kind of had their way running the football on them that, you know, you know what, they, at the same time, uh, see, I, I'm with you, though. I think Texas State's playing, playing better than what they had. They're, they're still fighting, but I don't like this matchup for them at all. And you made a good point about BYU. That was more understandable. I think that pops out at your eye there a little bit. I think the Troy loss to me is the one that really stands out. Like, And maybe that's after you lost to BC because you had a tough one. This is kind of a good sandwich spot to come back and be ready to play. But this is probably the best team they have played since BYU, and I think they could also 
lose again, the momentum snowballed against them against BYU. It might do the same thing here against Louisiana, who if they win, could maybe start peaking up to maybe finding their way back in the top 25. Wouldn't that be wild? You've got freaking two teams ranked from the fun belt. Yeah, it would be. It's a possibility yeah. still. It's yeah, a possibility. I think it is a possibility. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, CJ, are you, are you going to fight for Spav at all? Or is that is that the best you can do? <sighs> yeah, I mean, I, I, like I said, I would love to see them come out and, and find a way to be competitive. Um, I just – I think game eight – Lack of depth, guys are nicked up. Um, the quarterback's been kind of a, a carousel just because of injuries, and I think he's still really trying to yeah. kind of figure out what he's got there. Um, it, the lack of a true camp hurt it hurts teams like this. Um, so you you've seen them you've seen them fight. I just I think they you've reached a point kind of now in the season where the fight doesn't always necessarily translate to the box score or that final score. Um, so I think if you're Spav and that, and that staff, what you're really looking at for now is our guys still showing effort. Who wants to be here? What do we have moving forward and, and kind of really getting that thing that, that figured out. Cause right now guys in that program have to understand if, if you want to get better, you got to keep putting in the effort. It may not translate right now, but it's going to down the road. Um, so, um, like I said, I, I, I like some of the things I've seen, um, you know, I mean, they, you could still see guys give an effort against BYU. It's just, they're well outclassed in that. Um, and it's, yeah. And, yep, but yep, that's, yep. that's the, I think the encouraging thing, if you're Spavital and that staff, you still see guys out there giving effort. They haven't quit. Yeah. I think you're absolutely right about that, CJ. I think you're absolutely right about that. Um, and, and at that point in time, you know, the, if you continue to keep fighting, good things will happen. I still like Louisiana. Um, but let's stay in the state of Texas here, CJ. Let's go down to Lubbock, man, for the big, big 12 game here at 8 o'clock. Um, the Sooners coming in, they're ranked again, taking on Texas Tech, coming off a big win for them. Uh, I mean – what do you think about this one, man? I, I, I've, I've looked at this because I think it's very interesting to see Oklahoma is at 14. But I tell you, the steal of all this, I think, is a total at 69. I think what I saw at Texas Tech last week, I think they're going to be a little bit better defensively, a little simpler, make Oklahoma really have to move the ball on them to make the big plays and, and be, you know, drive down the field. They're not going to give up the big play, right? They're going to have – I think they're going to be more solid. And I think Oklahoma defensively, you know, Texas Tech wants to may, maybe be a little more complimentary football now with him, with Henry Columbia at quarterback. Um, we saw that last week against West Virginia. I could see them keeping this total under for sure, um, even if Oklahoma beats them soundly in the game. Yeah, I, I'm with you. And we, we talked about it um, on the recap um, through, the, through our therapy session um, that – the Texas Tech staff, I like kind of what they did. Um, they went back and said, okay, we've been aggressive, and it hurt us. Let's go back to simple. Yeah. We're going to go base. Yeah. We're going to, you know, if, if, if they want to, you know, four and five yardage, that's fine. We're going to keep everything in front of us, and we're going to tackle. And they did a really good job of that against West Virginia. Can they do that against Oklahoma? We'll find out. But you've got to think if they yep. stay – 
base and they don't get o- uberly aggressive, right? Force everything in front of them and tackle. If they do that again, they're going, I think maybe with a young quarterback, maybe he gets a little antsy, gets a little impatient, gets sick of the dink and the dunk and tries to make something happen that's not there um, and gets out of rhythm. Yeah. I could very – And that that could very easily happen um, with Spencer Rattler. And also, you're going to see him run a little bit more. Are they ready for that aspect of the game? Because they didn't have to worry about that. Correct. And, but on the flip side of that, too, is we know Henry Collinby is, is a lot more mobile than Alan Bowman. Oklahoma. True. Go back to Oklahoma. that. The Texas game. They struggled massively with Ellinger's ability to be mobile. And I think that gives Texas Tech a a lot of, a lot of, a lot to feel good about coming into this thing is, is that Oklahoma's defense, not real good. And they struggle with quarterbacks that can make something happen with their legs. Very true. If Columby plays as the same type of game he did against West Virginia, I think they will be in the football game. Now, and I think you're facing a defense that's not as good as West Virginia's this week in Oklahoma. So maybe opportunities to make plays. If Texas Tech is not literally to the point where they're so banged up and get some of these guys back, like a Vasher who we didn't have to see if Roger Thompson comes back. He had a nice little burst on that 50-yard run essentially for a touchdown early in the game. They can definitely win this game against against uh, Oklahoma. I think they're going to cover, and I think it'll be under the total. I do think in the end Oklahoma is going to win the game, though. Yeah, I, I'm I'm with you. I, I would take Oklahoma to win. Um, definitely, definitely closer than the than the than the fourteen and a half um, that they're given. Um, this one simply just comes down to Lincoln Riley. He's going to find a way to put somebody in a position to make a play late that gets them the win. Um, you know, yep. and, 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 but I do expect Texas Tech to come out to fight to be in this thing. And here's going to be the interesting thing, too, is this thing's at Texas Tech. Get deep into the fourth right. quarter, they're still in this thing. Does maybe being at home, having that crowd there, do, do they find a way to make a play defensively again like they did against West Virginia or even offensively to make that one play that really swings everything their way late to, to maybe steal one here? Yeah, they could. And you know what else, too, CJ? Let's remember this. Spencer Rattler going to throw into a, into a wind on Saturday night there in Lubbock. You never know what could be the wind type of winds could be swirling there at, uh, at Jones AT&T Stadium there. Um, we even saw Daggy struggle with it a little bit early. I know Rattler, you know, has a lot of arm talent and can run the ball, but, you know, you never know what you're yeah. dealing with with those wins. So that could be a very interesting thing to deal with, too. And with him being young, definitely can make mistakes, like you did at the end of the game against Iowa State, throwing that pick up at the end of the game for the clincher for the, for the clones. So that's something to look into. I think we're both in agreement. We like Texas Tech to be inside the number, but Oklahoma to win. I'm saying like 35-31. Yeah, I, I do too. And this is going to be interesting. I, I, I yeah. want to see when the game starts. Who's going to be traveling? Who's going to be going towards the close end of that stadium in the fourth quarter? 
Because I have a feeling if you're going yep, into that closed end in the fourth quarter, that's not that's not the way you want to be going. Because that's where that wind gets really, yeah, really in, squirrely. And you saw it kind of affect West yeah. Virginia late going to that end in the fourth quarter. If it's Oklahoma going that way, yeah. you got to really feel like, especially if Texas Tech's in this thing, maybe that you got to really feel like yeah. maybe that's enough for them to help win. Cause like you said, you got a, a young kid who's never had to really play in those conditions there in Lubbock, which with the wind can be extremely weird. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm really looking forward to that night game now, honestly, CJ, that's a good little triple header at eight, to be honest with you. Um, and then you always, and you have the big Ohio state game at seven 30. I mean, good, good night cap of games this week, but then mm-hmm. you got the late, yep. late games, man. Um, and still two Mountain West contests, um, which Utah State, you know, they kind of took it on the chin versus Boise. Um, and San Diego State's still got that great defense. Greg Bell is an amazing running back for them. They're going to bludgeon you to death. That's what they do. They'll take some shots early, and then they'll literally sit on the football in the second half better than any team that I've ever seen in college football history. If you're not on San Diego State unders, you're not paying attention, okay? I'm telling you right now, first half overs with them, second half second half unders, and unders for games, and you never – I mean, I'm telling you right now, San Diego State, they are, the, they are literally the epitome of a team that puts you to sleep on a Saturday night. Um, and they do a lot of times. They do a lot you know of what, times for a lot of people. They, they do. The you East know what they Coast, remind man. me of? If it, I, I love them, though. I love Brady Hogan. Yeah, it, well, great, here's the funny team. thing about San Diego State. They remind you kind of, if, if you translate it to a different sport, like baseball. Like, you remember how, like, the Yankees in the 90s and the Braves in the 90s? Or the, well, the Yankees in the 2000s, the, the Braves kind of in the 90s. You got through six or seven. If you didn't have the lead after six, it was over because the bullpen came in and shut it down, right? Oh, yeah, the bridge, the lid. Yeah, I, I got you. If down. you're not, you're saying, if, if you're not saying, uh, man, midway through the know. third quarter on San Diego State, it's over. Forget it. It's over because they are legit just going to turn around, hand yeah. the ball off, and they are going to run that clock out, and you are going to have no shot. It's 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 so yeah. weird, and the thing it, is, it, is you can it, know it, it's coming, and you still they just the way they scheme it, you can't. You know, what do you do? The reality of it is, you can't do much, CJ. Um, you can't do much because they've also San Diego State for the last few years has had great running backs. You know, you think about you go back to the days of mm-hmm. Rashard Penny. You know, you. I'm. I'm even forgetting one now, as I sit here. That's a. I know he's an NFL pro. That's not Rashard Penny. Um. And it's it's gonna bother me now that I can't remember it because it's it's only been in the last couple of years. And I know he's a pro that people are that you at least know about and people have having fantasy problems. Well, yeah, I mean, um, you've, you've Rashard Penny, Greg Marshall Fox, their second leading rusher in school history, Donnell Peffrey. I mean, they've had a plethora of dudes come out of that program. It's yeah. unstinking real. And it's like, um, yeah, it, it's a, it's a mini running back. You, you know what I like in San Diego state too, running back wise, kind of what Marshall is quarterback wise. Mm-hmm. They put guys in the pros, and they put some good pros out there. Yeah, I mean, you got a guy in Ronnie. In terms Ronnie, of 
yeah, that, Ronnie Hillman that skill position. been in the league, you know, you know. So I mean, that's it. I mean, they've had Ronnie some Hillman. had some guys come out of that program that you just kind of go, oh wait, that's where they went to school. Yep. And they're good, they're good. Um, yeah, I mean, you're like, whoa, you know, and and, and they've done a heck of a job um, recruiting on the defensive side of the ball and the way they scheme it. I'll take San Diego State to cover that seven and a half at, in low. Yeah, and, and you also State have to remember too, Utah State. And I mean, you lose a guy like Jordan Love to the league. You're you're really going to be struggling at quarterback yeah. play the next year. So I mean, if if you... well, and also you're two years removed from Matt Wells, who was really the the coach who kind of put you on the map and was successful yeah. with you. Yeah. No. Absolutely. That makes it tough. You know. Yeah. Um, and you know, and they and against Boise, they struggled defensively. To to slow down the run, one seventy one. They gave up two seventy nine through the air. Um, San Diego State, you know, is going to try and do it a different way. I, I will say this, CJ, though, it, being at forty three and a half, it kind of makes you think maybe that can push over like thirty five thirteen. It wouldn't shock me of, of all time if San Diego State gets it really rolling early. Um, but yeah, you gotta you gotta love the Aztecs, man. I love them on Saturday night. I would take them on a money line parlay with BYU all stinking day Saturday night. Probably take both of them on a cover line, too, um, because BYU's at 10-15. They're number 11 in the country. Our boy, Mr. Zach. Wilson. Give me his last name, CJ. Wilson, yeah. Not Mr. Zach. You keep wanting to call him Tyler Wilson. Taylor. (laughs) No, I want to go Taylor now. I don't know, man. Um but yeah, Zach Zach Wilson, phenomenal quarterback play. I like in this game, CJ BYU being at home to kind of how when Marshall played West Kentucky. If BYU gets out early, this thing is over, over, over. I don't see any reason you wouldn't even lay the thirty points with BYU. Yeah. To be quite honest with you, West Kentucky is going to be fired up, no doubt. I don't know if you saw how they beat Chattanooga, but my lord, was it disgraceful! how they won that game. Um, and BYU defensively is going to have too much for West Kentucky. Uh, if you only score in 13 on Chattanooga, that this Cougs defense is going to come and eat in your backfield. Yeah, no, yeah, BYU big in this one. This thing will be over probably before the fourth quarter, before the first quarter is over. Um, I mean, this – oh, yeah. Going that, yeah, I going mean, that BYU's – it feels it feels yeah, very similar it, it to Marshall. Does. I mean, it Western really Kentucky does. is not real good. I mean, you struggled against you know Chattanooga. Um, you know, UAB beat them soundly. Marshall beat them soundly. Um, they struggled against Middle Tennessee State, but found a way to win that one. Um, you know, Liberty for about three and a half quarter. You know, for pretty much about three quarters, really kind of dominated that game. Um, you know, Western Kentucky is just not a real good football team. BYU is a, is a legit. Um, 11th team in the country. Um, yeah, I, I like BYU and I like BYU big. Yeah, I'm with you, CJ, 100%. Love, love the, uh, love the old Wilson to, uh, to Dax, uh, connection that they've got going on there, the receiver roommate thing. And, and they run the football and they're, they're so good on both lines of scrimmage. Um, uh, they're going to dominate that game Saturday night. So let's get to the locks, man, uh, because the 1030 game, I don't really feel like I'm comfortable either way. Probably Nevada, um, but 
it just I don't know, man. I'm not comfortable with that because of how weird the Wyoming game was going to OT and UNLV just played San Diego State. So what do we really know what they can do? I mean, because San Diego yeah, State no, doesn't I, let I'm show anything. That. So yeah. Um CJ man, we're gonna go ahead here and um tell ourselves, you know, it was not <laughs> a great week, buddy. It was not a great week. Um you, my friend, unfortunately, went yeah, did, 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 did not have a good week. No, wasn't your best. Um, so now you're six and nine in this bad boy. Um, the reality of it is, CJ, I didn't do any better than you, my friend. Um, I was one and four as well. Uh, which, uh, you know, a little disappointing. So on the year, I'm up six, eight. And one with the pusher, six and nine. Um, I'll go ahead and defer the option to you this week, my friend, since uh, maybe we'll just luck our way into one. I got Tulsa correct, um, and you got Cincinnati correct. Uh, we both missed on Big 12 games in Baylor and TCU. We both missed big on SEC games in Kentucky and South Carolina. Um, you went with the Gophers, rode a boat, Scotty Ma, didn't get it done. My Miami pick blew up in flames. And then West Virginia and Ole Miss, kind of the uh, – the Homer section for myself there personally, um, but blew up on us as well. So, uh, yeah, a lot of redemption yeah, to do a lot, this week, a lot of redemption. Mm. Um, yeah. you know what? I'm gonna let you go first. Oh, so you're gonna yeah. redefer the option. Um, okay, okay. Well, hey, it means you get two in a row, so I'm, I'm okay with that. CJ, I'm gonna tell you right now, the um, the pick that I, the pick that I really like, the most, um, for this for this weekend, oh, man, you know sometimes I feel like we sit here and we get a little recency bias because we just talked about a game and then you kind of want to you kind of want to really roll with it, but I, again, I do think that the game I like the most this weekend is the Old Miss Vandy game. Give me Ole Miss minus the 16 in the hook. Lane Train and them are going to score a ton of points, and they're going to run wild on Vandy uh, Saturday okay. night. I, 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 I don't hate that. Uh, all right, my first one, um, I'm going to roll. I'm going to roll with my boys down there. Uh, in Conway, South Carolina, uh, give me Coastal minus three. Ooh. Okay, I like it. I like it, my friend. That's a that's a um. It's is. Do you ever wonder is the magic going to stop <sighs> with them? Is there ever a moment where you say maybe maybe I need to be a little cautious that they're due for a. Um, yeah, I kind of do um, kind of worry that maybe they're going to have one of those games where they, they trip up. Um, I just don't feel like this is the week for that. Um, and I, I know Georgia State, you know, has played well um, in some of their games. They've really fought. Um, but there's just there, – there's something about this Coastal team that I really, really like. Um, they're smart. Um, they're well-coached. They're extremely disciplined. Um it, and just the, the the way their schedule really sets up, yeah. I mean, they really should be 
should be favored kind of the rest of the way through. Um, maybe outside of the Liberty game, maybe just depending on what Liberty does between now and then. Um, yeah, I just I, I'm with you and I understand where you're at on that. It's just it for me. It's it's when you see a team that's that disciplined, it's really kind of tough to think it's it magic is involved in it. Um, I just I, I love smart football teams, and this mm-hmm. is one of them. Yeah. Hey, exactly. And you know what? I love I love that point, CJ. You bring it up about them. Um, and how they're kind of smart, disciplined. I mean, when you were the backup quarterback, when you're your first week in the rankings, that speaks pretty highly of what you're about, you know. And if McCall comes back, they'll be RKing, they'll be RKOing um, Panthers through tables Saturday afternoon in that locker room. I'm with you on that, buddy. I like that pick. Um, so okay. uh, you get to go again, my friend. This one, this one's going to be kind of a, uh, kind of maybe an Uber pick. It may be. You hold your noser. Okay. Are we talking like baby, baby no, diaper dumpster? No, this, this, like, this is one that kind of maybe or, just because okay, I, I okay. want to see it. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you gotta love those picks. Picks from your Give heart. Give me Texas Tech plus it. fourteen at okay, home. Okay. <laughs> oh, you know what, man? I mean, I, I can easily see them getting their doors it, blown off, but don't hate it. This is not this is not Oklahoma uh, from two years ago or even last year. Um, this thing's at Texas Tech. I like how they've gotten simplistic defensively, um, and I just I think Henry Colomy is going to make enough plays to to keep them to keep them in this thing. Hey, man, I. And you know what? I think the X factor at the end might be that wind and maybe Spencer Rattler making a mistake going into it, right? I could I could just see that happening. Um, I'm with you, buddy. I like that pick. CJ, I, I, I look at my second one, man, and I'm I'm a little bit gun shy to do it, but I'm gonna do it. Give me Indiana minus twelve, man. Give me the Hoosiers. Who's your daddy? They're not going to turn it over 12 times. Yeah, Rutgers has improved with Shiano, but they're not that improved. Um, and I think Indiana's got a little something to play for. I liked I liked kind of the locker room celebration they had. I know they didn't look great against Penn State, but I don't think Rutgers is really on Penn State's level either. And I don't think Indiana will make the mistakes that, uh, that Sparty made last weekend. So – Give me the Hoosiers to cover that that twelve point spread. I know it's a weird spread too, which makes me pause pause a little bit, but I'll still take the Hoosiers um, to to take to cover that one in Piscataway, New Jersey. I like it. No, I, I I I'm not disagreeing with you on that one. Yeah. Um. So, man, I guess I'm up again here with the uh, with the, with the third round selection, and man, I'm I'm going to tell you right now. I think the game that I that I really, really, really like, um, although it, it scares me a little bit betting against a, a quarterback that's a senior that's as good as this kid. Um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna say horns down, man. I'm gonna take Oklahoma State minus the three and a half. Um, they're at home. Spencer Sanders is back, gives them that option to run. I haven't loved Texas's defense all year. I think Chuba will have a big Hello Heisman type of ball game potentially against that against that defense that struggles. 
I I really really like Oklahoma State at home to win yeah, by more no, than three I, in the hook. I'm I'm with you on that one. That was one I was I was really looking at myself. Um, yeah, a li- little bit. I sniped little bit. you, man. That's I okay. sniped you. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. This one I'm going to pick this team again. They they bit me in the butt a couple of weeks ago, but I'm going to do it anyway. I'm going to give Dan Mullen and his boys an opportunity to redeem themselves as far as I'm concerned. Uh, give me Florida uh, minus 13 um, at home against Missouri. I like it, man. There's a lot. I mean, there's a lot of reasons to like Florida to be unless, – unless you, unless you think rust is a factor potentially, but I'm with you on that. I think Florida's going to be real fired up. Last time they played was a loss. They've got a lot of talent. Missouri – I don't think it's on that level, and they're back in the swamp. Yeah, love that pick, my friend. Love it. Love it a lot. The Cal connection will yeah, be in full no, effect absolutely. these games on Saturday night. Okay. Yep. All right, and for – all right, this is round four. Yes, sir. It's where it gets – this is where – this is where uh, – where it gets tough sometimes and where the men become yeah uh champions man. yeah and, and the boys become um, the men you're you are gonna hate this pick simply just because of what it is um but give me uh give me justin fields ryan day in ohio state minus 12 <laughs> i don't think you're I know, wrong. But i know you're not a big ohio state guy either i don't think you're wrong I'm not a huge Ohio State guy, but I mean, I don't think you're wrong. I love to see Penn State keep it close. I think if it was more of a a typical not 2020 COVID atmosphere and a whiteout on Halloween night, I think Penn State would be looking real strong. And Penn State's man, they're coming off of a big loss too, but in a game they shouldn't have lost. You know, Ohio State didn't look great early, but yeah, I'm with you, man. I mean. If this was a typical whiteout stadium pack, even coming off that loss, you know that the fan base would be really rallied because it's Ohio State and it's an opportunity to kind of re revamp your season. Um, but yeah, I just, right there, there. I just yeah. don't know if there's going to be quite enough juice in the stadium to kind of help help out. Um, I expect Penn State to come out fired up. Um, you know, James Franklin's a heck of a coach. Um, but just there's just too many weapons for for Ryan Day in Ohio State. Yeah, I'm with you, CJ. I like that. I like that selection, my friend. I think it's a good one. Um, man, I'm I'm gonna go to this team here for my fourth round selection. Man, give me Mac Brown and the boys going down to Charlottesville. Um, I think Miami. I think Miami did not play to the level that they should have against Virginia. They kind of played down. For some reason, I think Carolina's starting to get a little bit of a swagger to themselves. I think they'll be able to run the football pretty well, and I think Sam Howell have a good game, and I think that they'll win this game by more than a touchdown Saturday night against the Who's in Charlottesville, <laughs> and all the Who's down in Whoville will be sad as Sam Howell. Throws touchdown passes. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I, I, I don't disagree with that one at all. Um, CJ, since you deferred the option to start the, the kickoff, I'm going to defer okay. it back to you for the final pick, and then we'll come back to me. I've got two games written here. I'm trying to figure out which way I want to go with this. Um, 
Oh, man. I've got one in mind right now. <laughs> if you snipe me, I'm going to be disappointed. You know what? I'm going to – I'm gonna I'm gonna use my it. fifth one. Don't you do it to go a little homerish here? Um, I'm gonna save save you. I'm gonna save you from the oh, kiss of it. death here. Oh, I knew it. Oh, I knew it. I knew it. You know what? And I did do it last week. So you know what? By all means, do it. And I yep. hope it works um, out well. Give, give, give me the Mountaineers favorite. coming back at home uh, against Kansas State minus three and a half. Yep, three and a half. It's three in the hook right now. Okay. Hey, you know what, CJ? I'll be generous to you. When that line's been floating between two and a half and three and a half all week, I'm willing to give it to okay, you. I'll take it to even. That's fine. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you the push off, the push possibility. Uh, Is it three and a half? From as we what I've seen, yeah, but I'm with you. It, it, it kind of depends really on what site you're at, whether or not it's like three and a half or three. Um, I think I did see one. I think Caesars had it at two and a half. Um, so I think it just kind of depends maybe on where the where the money's going into yeah. at this point. We'll kind of talk a little bit about, more about this on the uh on the uh on the preview show there for uh for the Purple Cats uh tomorrow night and then we'll also have it recorded out for you so you can listen to that a little bit. Um little vo- little voice of Motown Thursday night there uh CJ will be kind of fun. Um but finally man um my last pick here, uh, it's – tell you what, man. You, you, did, you did take it, and I'm okay that you did because it does eliminate me from the – Yeah, we can't have you go full Mike Greenberg straight week. I'm kind of happy. Man, I know, dude. I, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not concerned about that, CJ. Um, I'll be quite honest with you, man. If, if Marshall was on the board, that would have already been, already been on my – on my list would have been signed, sale, delivered, um, but they weren't. That was the twenty-three point spread. Um, man, I love totals a lot more this week. I feel like than some of the actual game lines themselves. Um, it, man, for my my fifth fifth pick, man, I'm glad you. I'm really am glad you took that way away from me, buddy. I really am. Um, <laughs> I really am. I'm going to go ahead and say that I will on yeah man, it, it really comes down to two games. Um and I think I trust this team a little more than the other team. It's both Big Ten flavor. Let me uh wrote a boat. Scotty Ma, uh go gophers. I'll say they'll beat Maryland by nineteen in the hook Friday night there at the old at the old Snake Pit Bird Stadium now, whatever the hell they call it, bank uh, there in College Park. Um, and the other one, and the reason I didn't pick Purdue is I just, I don't know if I can trust them against Illinois as much as I trust, you know, P.J. Fleck yeah, and the boys no, that really being yeah, rebounded yeah, against my, Maryland. The, yeah, the other one I was looking at against with WVU was, was Cincinnati minus seven. Um, yeah, me, me, me too, but you know what? Memphis is, Memphis is dangerously scary on offense. And could maybe find a way, especially since yeah, that was that was kind of one of my the, the kind of the pause there for me with that too is um, you know that Memphis could really kind of kind of yeah. sneak inside that number a little bit just because of offensively what they can do and if Cincinnati gets a yeah. little loose, um, yeah, that, yep. Even at home, and even at home, they could 
maybe get just a touch loose, like you said. Um, and you know what? I, and the reason I like Minnesota over them is because I like the Tanner Morgan to Rashad Bateman connection, and I really like Ibrahim running the football. Yeah, they struggled against uh, Michigan defensively, and they allowed some special teams blunders too. But I think they'll clean those things up in the special teams game, and I think their defense is is going to be better against Maryland than it was Michigan. Um, and whereas whereas Memphis, I think, is probably better offensively than SMU. So Cincinnati's probably got another big test here, and they maybe not maybe is not much as hype up and not as much you know buzz. Yeah, for no, it I, I, I can SMU agree with that compared to this Memphis game. Yeah. Well, brother, it was a good one there, man. I think I think we did a little better on the no huddle uh, attack this week. I think. Um, yeah, I think we were a little bit better it, this it week. Felt um, like it. You know, least. obviously there were some games on the schedule that are just kind of like, yeah, let's not touch that with a ten foot pole. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And but there's a, but there's a lot of good games on the board too. They're really and a, and a lot of good opportunities. I think for totals. Uh, this week, I think there's some real good opportunities for totals, um, in, in some good spots for certain yeah, teams no, absolutely. To, and to kind of rebound this week for sure. Yeah. Well, CJ, man, um, till next time, my friend, excited, excited to, uh, to kind of, to kind of get geared up and, um, talk, talk about, you know, some college football heading into November next week. And we'll kind of have a little better picture, of you know some of these conference races, yeah. No, at least absolutely. the Big Ten will have two games under their bet, Lyman. Yes, sir.